0: the language of an awakened leader. Hey, what's up, awakened leader? In today's episode, we are going to be covering a six-step method to equip, encourage, and empower you for not only what's coming in July and the word of the Lord for July, but for the remainder of your leadership development. Are you ready? Let's get started. Alrighty, Awakened Leader, this week's podcast episode is sponsored by, are you ready? Your Homeschool Connect. I'm super excited to introduce you to your Homeschool Connect, connecting your creativity, compassion, and consistency into a homeschool plan that fits your home and calling. This is coming soon, we're launching more details on July 1st, so be sure to click the link in the description and join our subscriber list and get special access and discount codes For the new seven week homeschool curriculum, we are focusing on ages three to six years old, which is early child development, reading basics and creative outlets to help you mature into the homeschool and awaken leader businesswoman God has created you to be. Let's go Proverbs 31 in Jesus name. Alrighty, Awakened Leaders. So today we're going to be talking about a tool that assists you for pretty much the development and the, I, I pray that it assists you for your lifelong um, life of leadership, whether that's being in ministry, in business, in career, as a mom, as a wife, um, whatever that looks like, okay, for you. I'm talking about the internal seed of leadership, okay? Because let's face it, as a child of God, God planted a seed. You are that seed, okay? You are that seed. And that seed that you have, which is you, is requiring a level of leadership so that you can be fruitful. And there's a language to that. And now, to keep it simple, because as you heard, being a homeschool mom, I, I really like to focus on like the basics of things, because if you teach a person how to shoot a free throw, um, for instance, I've used this analogy before. Um, my dad told me growing up, like Angelica, you're not going to ever be seven foot. (laughs) He's like, I'm sorry, daughter, but You're never going to be that tall. So um, you need to know how to shoot free throws. So when you get fouled, um, you can win the game on the free throw line. And I said, wow, okay. So because growing up, I was playing the game 21, right? And so all I needed to do was make one two-pointer. I just needed to make one two-point shot, right? And then the rest was history. (laughs) I just had to make... 19 free throws in a row. So I would literally practice making 20 free throws in a row. Like that was the goal. And that's the whole concept that I've always thought about like fundamentals. And so today's language of the Awakened Leader is going to be a fruit language. Okay. It's an acronym of a fruit. And it's going to be a starter for you to encourage you, especially in the coming month of July. Now I'm highlighting specifically July because the word of the Lord for July is it is a month of forget forgiveness. Okay. July is going to be a month of forgiveness. And I'm really excited about this because I believe that, well, I don't, I mean, I don't, I just, I believe because I know because it's what the Lord said. But he said forgiveness in July um, because July will be a month of forgiveness for the seen and the unseen. Okay. So those who have forgiven will be receiving and those who have not forgiven will not receive. So he says to forgive now. Okay. Okay unto God. So you don't need to go to a priest. Okay. You don't need to go to your pastor. You don't need to do any of that stuff. You simply need to go to God and forgive unto God. Okay. And I'm sharing that because a lot of us have idols in our lives that are stopping us from forgiveness. Now, the other side of that is when the Holy Spirit highlights someone to you, that maybe he will require you to call them and say that okay maybe it's going to you know reconcile that relationship i was looking for that word but because that's part of today um but he said that unforgiveness brings a spirit of contention okay which is strife and anger and malice and all of these different things that come with it okay so he's highlighting the spirit um, or excuse me, the ministry of reconciliation. Okay. Reconciliation. So I'm going to read a couple of verses to you. Um, James one seventeen, And let me see here. Alrighty. So let's go ahead and pop open our Bibles to James 1 verse 17. Now this um, scripture is, one of my favorites. Okay. I'm just going to tell you it's this entire chapter is actually one of my favorites. And the reason it's one of my favorites (laughs) is because it's the one that the Lord has brought me to, to get me to whip me in shape. Okay. The title of it is trials and temptations and listening and doing. Okay. So we're going to be looking at verse 17 and verse 17 falls under the section of trials and temptations now i'm not going to read the entire thing okay but i want you to actually i'm going to i'm going to in verse 17 or i'm going to read verses 16 17 and 18 um james 1 starting with verse 17 then i'm going to go back and you'll see how it goes but i just want you to have a context so It says in the last subparagraph of the first, you know, part of the chapter in James one, it says in verse 17, every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Okay. Now I'm reading from the NIV version. Okay. Just to kind of make it simpler um and easier for you know for for me that's where i started and to understand and then now i read from the new king james but um to expound upon it you would read something like the esv i preferably um in, enjoy the um, amplified version so now going to verse 16, and so I can read the whole, that subparagraph or the paragraph. It says, um, don't, verse 16, don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Verse 17, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Verse 18, he chose to give us birth through the word of truth, my God that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created so if we go to john 14 we read okay now i'm going to pull this up really quick if we go to john chapter 14 and we read when jesus promises the holy spirit okay now this is john chapter 14 verse 17. i can't make this up okay it was james 1 17 and now it's okay just holy ghost ride the whip in jesus name okay um so james 1 verse 17 we read 15 16 or 16 17 and 18 and now we're in john 14 and we're looking at verse 17 and it specifically says because he highlighted to me to highlight this for you. It says, verse 17, the spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you, okay? Now going all the way back, hallelujah. Now going all the way back to Genesis, I want to read from the beginning, okay? It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the earth and the, excuse me, and the spirit of God. The spirit of God, okay? Now, I'm just going to say the spirit of God was hovering over the waters and God said, let there be light and there was light. God said, let there, and God saw that there was light and there, and it was good. And he separated the light from the darkness in verse five. God called the light day and, and, and the darkness he called night and there was evening. And then there was morning. Okay. And it goes all the way through, right? in the creation. Now we're going to go back. We're going to go back to John 14. Okay. We're going to go back to John 14 and in John 14, um, where he says the spirit of truth. Okay. Now. I'm going to read verse 15, verses 15, 16, 17, and 18. Okay, hear me. If you love me, keep my commands, verse 16. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Verse 17, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. Verse 18, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. The reason I'm sharing this with you is because a lot of times we get stuck in situations that We're, let's just say there's bitterness, there's contention, we're angry, and there's a lack of unforgiveness, okay? Now, in me telling you this, the spirit of truth, okay? The spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit. Now, when we look at the spirit of truth we're looking at it as jesus is the way the truth and the life well that truth was because he was walking in the power of the holy spirit right he was the way the, he or he is the way the truth and the life all three Father, Son, Holy Spirit, if we look at it in that concept, okay? Because this is what the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. And it blessed me because I was able to truly get the connection about the spirit of truth. Because when we look at Genesis 1, where it says the spirit of God spoke, his spirit spoke. But then when we look at John 14, and when he specifically says in verse 17, hold on one second. Let me make sure I got this. Let's go back to James. We're going to go back to James. Let's go back to James. Okay. We're going to go back to James chapter one. Okay. Now we're going to go to 17 and James one verses 17 says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights who with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning, okay? Verse 18. Of his own will he brought us forth. Out out of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth. By the word of truth. Now that's the NI that's the King James version because I flipped it. But I'm going to go back to the NIV version. Okay, the NIV. I'm going to go back to the NIV. The NIV. And the NIV version on James 1, verse 17, and it's actually 18, verse 17, it says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Verse 18. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, through the word of truth. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth. Now, if we go back to Genesis one, what does it mean? The spirit of God, the spirit of God spoke everything into existence. It came from a word of truth. So the spirit, the Holy spirit is a word is the truth right is the is it's truth okay the spirit of truth so when we look at james 1 chapter 17 and it's speaking specifically about every good and perfect gift he's saying that you're a gift everything everything that he has given, there are things and now you might be saying, well, we're not good. I don't have good in me. Like, cause we're not, we, we fall short, right? Everything we have sin and all that stuff. But then we have to remember that greater is he that lives in us than he who is in this world. Amen. And so when we go to John, okay, now we're going to go back to John. When we go to John 14, thank you. Holy spirit for rightly dividing this word. Um, in verse 15, it says, if you love me, keep my command. So here we are, John 14, verse 15, the promises of the Holy Spirit. The chapter of this is, or the subchapter is the promises, Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. So Jesus promises the Holy Spirit to come. So the Holy Spirit spoke, God's Spirit spoke everything into existence, but Jesus had to come in order to birth the Spirit. Why? Because it was, it's in him. He's he's God in the flesh. There is triune. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Amen? So, because of this, okay, Jesus is the seed. He comes in. He's with the Holy Spirit. He's in womb. He's planted, but he vessels the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is now in the earth. The Holy Spirit is now in the earth. So, when we read... Verse 16, and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. Verse 17, the world cannot accept him because it it neither sees him nor knows him. So we can't see this. So this is a spirit. This is the Holy Spirit. You can't see him right? We don't see We just, we just feel it. We know the Holy spirit, you know, the difference between when this is the natural, when you're walking as a believer, but you know, this by, if you keep, if you love me, keep my commands. If you love me, keep my commands and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and, and to be with you forever. And so love your neighbor as you love yourself. And that's the reason why we're talking about forgiveness and I'm going to transition and we're going to drop it like this. Okay. Drop it. (laughs) I heard the Lord say drop it like it's hot. He's like unforgiveness brings a spirit of contention and that spirit is because it's stopping you from the truth it's stopping you from working in the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. It's causing to bring, it's looking to bring division. Okay. Now we're going to go over to second Corinthians chapter five, which is called awaiting the new body and the ministry of reconciliation. The Lord said that July is all about the ministry of reconciliation. So Holy Spirit, that's why there's a lot of forgiveness. But he specifically said i'm going to read this okay it says since then we know what it is to fear the lord we try to persuade others what we are is plain to god and i hope it is also plain to your conscience we are not trying to commend ourselves to you again but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen rather than what is in the heart verse 13 if we are out of our mind as some say we you know as some say it is for god if we are in our right mind it is for you a lot of us have struggled in family relationships and different things in business and, you know, friendships and all of that because some say we're out of our mind, right? But the power of a sound mind, for God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. We, you've had to go through things. And there might have been some bumps and some hurts and some things that you did or another person did. And the ministry of reconciliation is all about us being reconciled unto the love of Jesus Christ. Verse 14 says, for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. Okay. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Now, I'm going to leave it there. Okay, 11 through 15. But I encourage you to read the whole chapter, James 1, John 14, and... um second corinthians five because this is what that is going to be forgiveness is not just about i think we all if you're listening to this i'm not led to expound upon forgiveness but you know if you need to tap tap deeper into that do a bible study learn about more about forgiveness but in this concept he's talking about the ministry of reconciliation that forgiveness is actually going to be the catapult to bring more believers Into the love of Christ. It's the ministry of reconciliation. Your humbleness. Your meekness. The way you carry yourself. And you're willing to you know, say. You know like I messed up. I shouldn't have gotten upset. I was disrespectful. All of that. They're going to see the move of God. And how God moves in you. Because greater is he that is in you. Than he who is in this world. They're going to be like this person. I need to know what's going on. Inside of this person. Like. What kind of faith? What What is this? And the reason is, is verse 14. For Christ's love, Christ's love compels us, okay? Because we are convinced that one died for all. So when you're forgiving, it's because you're forgiving looking at it like, look, Jesus died for me. He died for you too, okay? We don't need to be fighting. We don't need to be allowing these contentions or this unforgiveness. When Jesus died for the both of us, like, what is we upset about? We need to be stomping on the devil. We need to be linking up and, you know, chitty, chitty, bang, bang, this devil and the spirit, okay? These little imp spirits and all these little things. We need to pray and fast together. We need to come in agreement together because these things that we're going to be facing, they don't come out unless we fast, right? That's what Jesus said. A lot of these things don't come out through except through prayer and fasting. So the very thing is Christ's love compels us compels us so as the love of christ is inside of you in the month of july as he's pouring out his spirit afresh my god hallelujah because all the hell we done been through in june okay this pride month the devil is a liar a whole sack of poo okay in the name of jesus so (laughs) so all of what has happened okay all of this for the attack of the kids, from the attack of our identity, our mindset, our everything that's been happening in the name of Jesus. OK, he his love compels us and he's pouring out his spirit in July. And because of that forgiveness in July, it's going to be the seen and the unseen. So the forgiveness that is done Behind closed doors when it's unto God and the scene that is done like wow because people are going to see you guys having this conversation they're going to see it and what that's going to do is it's going to bring that reconciliation but it's also going to be a message for those and this is this is the warrant this is the warning this is this is the correction this is where he's saying if you don't forgive you you won't receive but if you forgive you will receive. Now, this could be um, a blessing. This could be the Holy Spirit. This could be God. I mean, I don't. there's so many things. It could be, you could receive a bucket of chicken, okay? I don't know. But the fact that you're receiving from God, like, that's what this should be about. Like, this is you receiving the love of Jesus Christ, the Recon- ministry of reconciliation. This is all about you receiving the love of Jesus Christ, okay? So, when you go to have these conversations, Now, here is where I'm going to talk to you about the leadership. And I'm going to wrap this up really quick, okay? The word, the language of an awakened leader can be summed, summed up in one word. And that word is apples. Apples. I like to eat, eat, eat apples and bananas, okay? I'm being silly, but apples, okay? I know Eve, but the apple... But we're going to talk about apples, okay? Because God multiplies, okay? What the enemy meant for evil, God is working out for our good, okay? In the name of Jesus. And he's about to get all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. So apples broken down in an acronym is A-P-P-L-E-S. We're going to look at awareness. I want you to... Walk into the awareness of who you are in Christ Jesus when you have these conversations. I want you to remind yourself who you are in Christ by going to the Word of God and listing out scriptures of what he has told you. Okay? If the Lord has told you that you are his beloved, that you are his chosen, you are his elect, you are his royal priesthood, you are the apple of his eye, hence the word apples. I ain't here telling you this because it ain't been, you know, I've had to go through. It is. It, this is what I've gone through. Okay, so I'm not just out here saying like, no, like I've had to walk this out, but it's a level of awareness. You need to know your level of awareness, but you also need to have that compassion for remembering like, hey, I'm a believer and i i want you to be a believer or you are a believer why are we allowing this contention between us the way this needs to be is we need to come we need we we need to have the awareness of reconciliation we need to do all of these things unto god glory be to god so awareness is for a the next one is pleasing that we do things pleasing unto god okay pleasing and unto god Pleasing and unto God. Now, what what does this look like and what does this sound like? Well, I'm going to define the word real quick just because people could get a little, you know, what's up, but satisfying or appealing the pleasing um, the pleasing surround surroundings. Okay. Um, A cause to feel happy and satisfied, it pleased the person. That's a verb. But pleasing is the adjective. So we want the action of us forgiving. We want it to be pleasing. We're doing this to please God. We're doing this to honor God. So our language and our words when we're communicating forgiveness is awareness. And the first P is pleasing. The second one is prophetic. Prophetic. Okay, now whether you're a prophet because you carry a mantle or you walk in the prophetic, you have a gift of prophecy, then I believe as an awakened leader, you have that because that's strategies and certain things you walk in at least the gift, then that means that you get to use this gift because you're bringing awareness of who you are in in your identity of Christ, being compassionate and loving to the person that you are bringing that reconciliation and asking for forgiveness and forgiving them, but also pleasing and it's being unto God. It's an action. Therefore, because of those things, it is prophetic, meaning that the fruit that is coming out is going to be of God because you are doing what? You are bringing a relationship into the reconciliation of Jesus Christ. The very reason why he died on the cross, he died on the cross for that unforgiveness. So we need to act like it and we need to operate in that in the name of Jesus. The next thing is loving. Think about how Jesus spoke when he met the woman at the well or when, let's go back to the Old Testament when Jacob was wrestling with the angel, which is Jesus, right? It's, you know, he hadn't come down yet. So that's what that was. But we need to think about the language. We need to think about the encounters that were had. And the reason why we have these, you know, we have the Bible is how was the language of Jesus? How did he speak to the Samaritan woman? How did he speak to the woman with an issue of blood? Okay. It was loving. It was straightforward. It was loving and it was simplistic and direct. It was loving and assertive. You know, the very... Very different things that you want to look at that's the reason why we do the 25 characteristics of Jesus and we did all 25 videos for the last 25 weeks and we went live you can catch those on the YouTube but literally it is because those are 25 characteristics that we can tap into to show the love of Jesus Christ through the reconciliation of relationships because if we're in Christ, then reconciliation, that ministry of reconciliation is a part of us in Jesus' name. It's bringing more be- bringing more people to Christ and walking that out. The next thing for E is encouraging. Okay. How is this situation going to be encouraging? Lift this up and unto God and say, you know, because of this, you've encouraged me. What words were shared? Find a way that this situation has encouraged you to be a better believer, a better child of God. And the last one is a sound mind. I want you to decree and declare that God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. You have the mind of Christ. You will be walking into this with clarity, confidence, and consistency because you know where your help comes from. I I pray this encourages you. I pray this blessed you. I pray that you reflect on the things that have happened and how you felt and where the contention was where and you surrender that unto God. And if he leads you to have a conversation with someone, you have a conversation with someone. But if he doesn't, then you just surrender all of these things and you give the forgiveness and you do it unto God. Okay. Those remember that. This month is all about coming up in July is all about forgiveness. But it's because the reconciliation, the ministry of reconciliation is coming together. People are going to be coming unto Christ. It is going to be a great outpouring. And the ministry of reconciliation, people loving and coming unto Jesus Christ, it is going to be huge, okay? It is going to be the largest outpouring that we have seen. And it is going to change the trajectory of what the Lord has coming and in store for his children, okay? While the world is in hell in a handbasket, we are being set up and raised up and mounted up for the kingdom of God. Things are about to happen. You know, God is like, I will not be mocked, okay? So remember, there is pride before the fall, and there is a great falling away that is coming, okay? And we need to, as ambassadors of Christ, have that ministry of reconciliation to pull. We don't want to lose anybody, lose ourselves because of lack of forgiveness. We are going to be walking in forgiveness and repentance in the name of Jesus. Stay tuned to this message. Are you called to the marketplace and believe that the Lord has placed A word, a testimony inside of you, actually, you were born to do this. I want to invite you to join me inside of Well Valley Daily. It's my monthly membership of $5.20 a month that helps you get it together and prepare for online business so that you can fruitfully grow and launch from the outcomes of your overcomes, building on a solid foundation. So whether you're called to speak, to prophesy, write a book, build business, minister, pray, intercede, you can have all your systems and processes built and ready for action. Click the link.